what up, what up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt from Living Life Fearless. Welcome back to another episode of our Fearless Show podcast. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Reese Walker. Say what up to everybody. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to 2020. And it is me and Dario back again with the Fearless Show. About to chop it up. It's been a while. Sorry for the, you know, vacancy. But, you know, about to chop it up, get back into it. Yeah leave yeah this is our first show 2020 so it took us a minute to get around to it but <laughs> had a lot going on man we're all over the place uh definitely working working so um before we get into that like obviously today's date is february 17th 2020 for posterity um if you like any of these podcasts we're doing you know smash that like and subscribe button for us wherever you watch this if it's on youtube soundcloud wherever and if you like any of the gear like i got this new one rocking right now that will up on the site very shortly you can head to the official site and grab some for yourself but before we hop right to the topics you know like i said we've been busy and uh, i think you got you got a little something going on uh, internationally don't you oh yeah you know just let the people know i uh y'all know i'm an artist i got this uh opportunity to show with um some of the most major african-american artists in the last hundred years um there's a yeah essentially there's a a show titled tell me your story and uh it's at the kunstal kade in amersfoort uh netherlands basically it's like uh maybe a half hour outside of the um what's it called the main joint amsterdam (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> brain freeze. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, it's like a half hour outside of Amsterdam. I've been told that Amersfoort is kind of like the, uh, you know, more swankier kind of like upscale area. So it's pretty cool to be in a contemporary art museum internationally. Um, and but a little bit more about the show. Years. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's and it's only roughly fifty artists representing the United States um african-american storytelling uh so i'm one of those 50 and um you know i get to grace the walls with names that um you might know like kehinde wiley who did the uh presidential portrait Mm -hmm. um you know carl walker who's Mm -hmm. legendary we've covered him on the site yeah there's a lot of people um who else i mean just just icons, icons. So it's crazy to be up on the wall in a museum space. But, you know, that's the kind of that's the kind of space that I tried to make work for. So, you know, feeling nice about myself, you know, I, like, <laughs> you know, I had this curator talk to me about a year ago, almost almost a year ago. And now we're here. So. So basically what you're saying is, you know, your price is going up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> look. Look, if your price goes down, you're hustling backwards. <laughs> I mean, that's big Every time, yo. That, hey, that's big gotta, time to be in one of 50, you know, out of 100 years of history. You know, that's crazy, yo. That's definitely big time. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, Thank what, you. for, you know, people out there, like, not in the art world, kind of, you want to tell us about, like, the process of how that happened and how you got your artwork out there and how all that stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the the way I'm in this show isn't like the same as 
a lot of the other artists, like even the ones that are around my age, um, they have like gallery representation. And I'm what you would might call an independent artist. <laughs> like I'm not repped by a gallery uh, or a label. You know, <laughs> <laughs> unsigned hype right now, huh? Yeah, I'm unsigned hype basically. So, uh, it's a little different. You kind of got to just make your own noise, but like, it's it really starts in the studio. That's like every everything starts in the studio. But, um, like, I guess to to you know make a small story about how this all full circle came together with this um, art show in the Netherlands. Um, there's a guest curator, uh, Rob Perry, who um, has been curating African-American art for like 30 years. He's a, he's a, a white male, um, but uh, he went to an art show and um, I forget, he told me the story, but it was this uh, African-American female's work. It could have been... Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say the name wrong, so I'm not going to say it. But her show was so transformative that he started to like research more and more, and then put on shows about what he was researching, and then he just kept that going. Um, so then he had a a website dedicated to art news about stuff like that called Africana.org, and um, one of his writers happened to write about me in my art in like say 2016. Um, so him being like the editor of that happened to see my work through his editorial um just review of the site and everything just keeping up with what's going on and essentially that's how he just kept me in mind so as the prospectus for the show came about and he was a guest curator for this museum um he was thinking about artists and he wanted uh you know artists from the I guess they would they were referring to it as the bloom generation, I guess, the new and uh the next wave. Yeah, the next wave. Um so yeah, since he had essentially been impressed by my work, you know, like three years prior, because it was two thousand nineteen when we um had spoke, he would just remember that and that made enough of an impression to like I'll go look me up again and then be like, oh, hey, let me let me do a studio visit with this guy. So then did a studio visit and the studio visit went well. I kind of talked him into putting in like one of my my, my biggest painting, actually. Yeah, it was, like well, it was a big one, one, right? Yeah. Put the big one there. <laughs> so I was like, you know yeah. how you got that one out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that could be easy. Yeah, that was nice. Actually, what's cool about that painting is it rolls up. It's meant to just be mounted to the wall. So it's not stretched on stretch. Oh, okay. So it's All actually right. really easy to move around because you just roll it up in a tube. Um, but that piece, yeah, but it is like, I think one of the largest pieces in the show just because of how, how wide it is. Um, so you're going to stand but, out off top, you know? Yeah, man. So I got lucky and I'm in like the main room. So it's like, it's real lit. So like, you have to see it. <laughs> like, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. But yeah, so, you know, I had a studio visit um with him and then uh his gallery director or the director of um the Kunstalkade. Um his name's also Rob. <clears throat> um 
we had a studio visit like a month later and then um yeah basically it was like yeah rob was telling me the big piece and this cardboard one were the ones he was thinking of with the, with the arms out and i was like oh okay it's like so I, I had the the cardboard one installed but the long one i couldn't really install so i had like a piece from that same series that was like 11 feet and i had that in my studio basically so you could see like the medium and basically what it would look like and uh yeah it went well and then from there it was just we'll be in touch and then emails started to come back and forth about uh you know uh all the lease agreement stuff um transportation and shipping and all that blah 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 there's a catalog so i had to send like high-res images and yeah we'll see when i get the catalog but yeah there's a bunch of little things went into it but yeah it's gotta make an impression with your art and then make an impression in person basically dope man super dope big time you know definitely definitely stepping up um you want to give them like if anybody happens to be you know around europe wants to check it out uh you know what how long is the show going for yeah so um yeah if you're in europe you know you, you decide to slide through amsterdam you know, why don't you go make your way to the Kunstalkade in Amersfoort? It's going to be up till May, like, 10th or something. So it's got, you know, it's got some time. Yep. You know, we're All in right. February. I'll uh, definitely put the details in the description of where this goes up. And, you know, definitely go, go check them out, man. Yeah, and like I said, it's like 100 years of history. So it's 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 a big show with a lot of major artists. And, Bet. I'm blessed to be in it. Bet. So, you know, like I said, we've been gone for a while, so there's been quite a bit we've missed. 2020 has gotten off to a weird, kind of rocky start, to to, to say the least. And um, definitely, I don't want to, you know, relitigate everything that we missed, but we definitely can't, you know, start the year podcasting without touching on this a little bit and. You know, the pet tragic passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and, like, everybody else, man. Yeah, bro. I, I couldn't even believe it was... I st- it's, I'm still it. confused. Like, I'm still, I'm still like, shocked. Wait, he's not here? Like... That's... It, it's confusing. It hurts, too. It, like, hurts, because he's, like, everywhere. Like, because I'm, like, a fan of basketball, too, so just... Just even continuing to watch basketball, like he's he's being contributed every Everywhere. day, you know. Everywhere. Like like I was walking down the street in like in New York, you know, and there was like a, a a newspaper all in Chinese, and Kobe Bryant's photo like was in it. I could see him, but I didn't know what else the newspaper was saying. And, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, but it was just blowing on the ground, and I was like, he's literally everywhere. Like everybody cares. Like, bro, I think I, did I text you? Yeah, I text you, right? Yeah, you texted me, like, right, it was, like, right when the news had broke, and they didn't even know, they were still reporting, it was, like, seven people when you texted me, they didn't have all the information yet. Right. All you said was Kobe with the exclamation point, and I was like, what? So, like, I just started researching, and I was so confused, I was like, is this a joke? This gotta be some, like some terrible troll 
like when um when B.O.B., when Bob got uh trolled when they said he died and then uh, yeah. he woke up the next day and saw it and like yelled at the phone and, and you know it was like fuck y'all for saying all that where was the love you know like I thought it was like some kind of troll like that like oh they're gonna troll Kobe you can't troll yeah Kobe. you always gotta be a little careful with like the death news especially nowadays because people always are trying to troll and people are putting out false narratives so, like I woke up and you know just scrolling through uh, you know emails messages whatever and I just see a notification I think I was on IG, maybe. And it was like first TMZ, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. nah, I can't be right. So I started, you know, doing more. Then you start seeing it pop up on like the new, real news sites and shit. And I'm just like, yeah. yo. Well, TMZ reported before the family knew about it. Yeah, which is, anyways. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you know, I, TMZ is fucking trash, but yeah. No, that was like that was gross. I, I was expect like, nothing. She had to find out the TMZ, a trash uh, organization like them. Like I, I try to stay as far away from TMZ as I can. Uh, but I was like, fucking. I mean, it's fucking devastating, you know. Because like, I think it's just one of those moments. Like the entire world, like stood still, bro. Like that's how fucking big and iconic he was. That the entire world stands still, like there's moments, you know, that you'll always kind of remember like where you were was happening on like when something happened like that. And it's crazy yeah. that this is one of them, especially he's only like 40, 41. Like he just retired not that long ago. He was just won the Oscars. He was just doing like so much more shit. Like you really got to see like more of him outside of just like the super focused, laser focused, like athlete, you know what I'm saying? And Yeah. And like, now we're like hearing about all these like other ventures and like people he touched like outside of basketball. Yeah, man. And like Dana White from the UFC was like talking about how much like Kobe invested in the UFC and like was a huge supporter of them and like he was actually gonna see him that week too. Like it was crazy. Like, like, bro, like I really got like choked up. Like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy because like you don't even know really know him, but it's just like somebody I was like that big of a part of like our lives growing up and that iconic that's like doesn't yeah like me and you used to like battle each other and like probably shout out kobe on the court like you know like you know know like you know you're bigger than life when your one name is that everybody knows like just say kobe everybody knows exactly you're talking about you know what i'm saying like yeah i don't know man like that one sucked like, there's just certain things, like, deaths, like, Nipsey's death, like, Pac, like, Big, like, this one, like, it's it's right up there, like, that, this one Definitely. fucking sucks, man. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. and then finding out about his daughter was, God, that shit went. Yeah, I started hurt, to, bro. I wasn't crying yet, but then, like, I got the, like, close. final blow. Yeah. of the Gianna part and I just like cuz I was in the I was in my studio and uh like I'm working on a series right now called Black Fathers Matter so it's like I'm yeah, surrounded yeah, by yeah. all these all these photos and images of like black dads with their kids and stuff and then that get that news while I'm in the studio so like, I, like I was I was fucked up for, for a few hours uh, like, I'm still kind of fucked up like it's weird like man. I couldn't move. I was crying. I was like, like, what the fuck am I, like, how do I even work now? Like, you know, like, 
those two spirits, not even just those two, but the kids, everybody the else, mom, yeah, the whole the, family almost, yeah, almost the whole family, like almost the whole nuclear family, like that's crazy. Yeah, this one hurt, man. This one definitely hurt, and, and there's no one to blame, really. There's always should have, would have, could have, you know, and like you didn't get on it if they didn't let out them fly that day, you know, all types of this, but. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of, like, Aaliyah's death. Yeah. Like, there were some warnings of not to take off. Definitely. But they still did. Yeah, this one's weird, man. It doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Like, especially, like, losing Nipsey, Mac, like, all these people in the recent years, and then Kobe. Like, come on, bro. Nah, impossible. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? Kobe. Especially because no. we just saw him no yesterday, way. like the day before. Right, he just like, everyone seen Ron him just passed before. him, and then everybody was talking about him, like, and, you know, he used to sit out love and all this, and then it was just like, yeah, he was giving him dap. He was like, yeah. fuck, oh man, that was always gonna hurt. Yeah, this was definitely gonna stick, and yeah, I know, mean, for, for people forever, who so. want to support, I know that they did. Um, change his foundation's name from Mamba to Mamba and Mambasita um, Foundation, uh, which which helps support uh, athletes and, um, you know, carry on the legacy that Kobe was trying to, you yeah. know, put forth with, with, with just um, savviness outside of, out, off the court savviness, essentially. Definitely. I mean, as fucked up as this was, and like tragic. Only good thing is that I think it will, you know, inspire people even more than like he already did, you know. And mm-hmm. There could be some good that can definitely come from this, but other than that, man, rest in peace to a legend, absolute fucking legend. Yeah, absolute legend. Crazy goat, like inspired everybody who's on the court playing basketball today, without question. And you will be remembered. So, I guess. So, I guess we're going to have this conversation. So, following all that, you know, you get a lot of different reactions. You know, you get some shitty ones. And you get, you know, whenever somebody dies like that, you always get shit drug up from the past about him. And, like, oh. some people uh, praise him. Some people try to, you know, kind of... Are, are, we, to, are we about to talk about a certain him. journalist? We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about stuff in general. But... Oh, uh, okay. Um, she's part of it. Uh, <laughs> geez, <that's laughs> so, Gail King uh, recently had an interview with Lisa Leslie. And oh, Gail. Brought up... The rape allegations again, um, and there's been a very, very strong backlash. I don't need to go through it all, but you can go yeah. check it out for yourself. But, I mean, the bigger conversation I really want to have, because honestly, I understood why she did it, but I just don't. Yeah. I always hate it because it's like, you had 10 years <clears> to really <throat> talk about this. I thought we were far past this. And like, and if you really just look into the allegations, obviously there's a lot of fishy Things going on around there, but just the fact that For you sure. had all this time to like really be so upset and offended by this, and then now you choose the time to. The timing is, is the timing horrible. So like I understand why you kind of brought it up because the question when is it, as a journalist, the timing, 
they it's weren't the timing. In, they didn't have the funeral yet. Yes, yeah, the timing. And she did it before they even had the funeral. Like they didn't even have their service to mourn, and and I'm on national television. I mean, to dig up dirt. My point is, I think she should have just dropped it right when she asked her. So do you think? Um, she think tripled down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And at least Leslie was like, "Yeah, we should just." It's been handled the courts. It's been acquitted. So we should just leave it like at that. And then she should have just left it at that. And she did it. Oh yeah, back and worse. Well, the and that and and honestly, the backlash from that I'm would have been acceptable. I'm sure for Gail, but like the, it's literally the next part that she does. Like the well, you wouldn't have you like. Wouldn't, yeah, then, I was like, ooh, I was like, ooh, I was like. But what are we talking about right I'll now? Like, I was like, what's the com- what's this conversation about now, Gary? Like, nah, this is gonna go. Yeah, where something. you where are you Man. taking this? And I mean, then Lisa Leslie, like Gail was so tone deaf that she- Lisa Leslie had to answer, talk about Gail to her face, but like use code. So she was like, I really think the media, like you know, like she's addressing your gross question and how you talking to her. Yeah, like you're the media. Like, look, like you should really have some more respect. Like that's what she's telling her to her face, and then she gave it a triple down. I was like, all right, Gail. That's the, that was the last straw. Like that. So it, it it was just offensive. Like so, Gail then wants to get on her on her phone and talk to us about like, oh no, nah, that was just the clip, the network, you know, the net. The, nah, nah. They weren't in the ground yet. You tripled down on controversy. And we just thought it was distasteful and gross. So you just got to accept that it. And above. So just accept it and apologize and move on. Don't try to like, nah, it was somebody else. Nah, you did that. So, yeah, the, the backlash definitely has been swift and strong. And I think it's gone definitely too far and points specifically like Snoop. Like he was tripping. Snoop. Um, yeah, but, so that's another thing, Snoop Dogg. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> you can't I advocate. I don't even pay him no mind anymore. Like he's yeah. all over the place. I can't. Um, I can't. I can't fully kill him though, just because I know that's a emotional response. Yeah, it's, what Snoop I, I, did. I, I, that's I a emotional response. He's from California. I get he, it. He known Kobe his whole life. But he so somebody came out of their me. mouth at this point about Kobe. Almost sixty years old. Like, bro, you tripping? Yeah, but one of his good friends just died, and somebody said something crazy. I got it. He so he so, said something crazy. So he said something crazy. It's just he's a celebrity, and he forgets, you know. Hey. So I mean, all right, we got all that. So the deeper conversation I really wanted to have is yeah, that was um, just for context, so the people get sort of why what the the threads we're pulling from. <laughs> right. I guess the deep conversation I wanted to have wasn't even necessarily specifically about Kobe, but. There's this ongoing debate that's been getting heated more and more, specifically around people like Oprah and Gail and all these other prominent black figures in media and mm-hmm. celebrity uh, black men. And how you know when something happens surrounding said person or something has happened or whatever, how they seem to or how it's perceived by a large portion of people that they seem to be going harder on these individuals than they would on somebody of another complexion doing similar things. Do you yeah. I, I, So I wanted to have this conversation. That's kind of like two, obviously, <laughs> black young men. Um, what do you, what do you kind of feel about 
you know, this this ongoing conversation, specifically around people like Oprah? Well, I mean, I mean, it's kind of just like, you can't really describe it any other way. <laughs> it's like, it, it might not be what they're trying to do yeah, on purpose, the evidence but that's just great, what it, you know, it became by all the pieces you put together. Like, you know, it's like, you might not be trying to take down specifically black men, but by avoiding white men who do as much or and worse and only focusing on the black men, you are, in a sense, targeting the black men. And for Oprah and <laughs> Oprah's got others, the MJ doc- documentary. She was about to do the Richard Simmons one. Russell, she yeah. did all this and she had connections, obviously, to all these other celebrities and or powerful men that weren't of you know a certain of complexion that yeah. she doesn't seem to have as much zeal um, she had a little after or backing you know for like projects on yeah when the when the allegations first came out about like weinstein i'm pretty sure oprah defended her relationship with him right there's plenty of pictures of her with him and it's weird because he kind of started. And said she wouldn't YouTube judge thing, the right? book, like by the cover. Yeah, actually, Monique, even though it was in rage, yeah, said something about it as well, and and she made sense. But um, yeah, I just don't think it's, it's a. I guess I don't know if it's. I don't think it's necessarily a conscious effort on their part, but yeah, it's not a good look from the outside looking in because when you do take a look at the evidence per se, like how, like I said, she does have the, she is executive producer on a lot of these documentaries, which are more like hit pieces than anything. Um, They're always of certain people, but then when she has those same type of relationships or even closer with certain people in Hollywood and throughout, you're not seeing her backing, you know, projects like that or pushing for, stuff like that to be out there and like you know um it's like there's two different standards as always which is always oh, but sure. when it comes I mean, from I'm somebody wondering with Oprah, your own like is you don't there like why can't she do like positive documentaries like <laughs> you know like because like, they don't sell like fam but that one joint like what um the one rashida did with her dad uh um Rashida Jones. She did one. Of Quincy? Yeah. The Quincy doc. Oh. That doc was amazing. That means We'll doc. see, but how often do people talk about the Quincy compared to they talk about the Michael Jackson one or the Richard Simmons coming up or the R. Kelly one? Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, people don't talk about that Michael Jackson one so much anymore. Not anymore, because honestly, the guy was is dead for... How, how long and like you're doing a f- fucking document like come on like i think people are seeing through yeah. bullshit on that one but the r kelly one for sure and the seven <laughs> yeah. ones which hasn't even come out yet is definitely being and like, that's weird that's so weird and he hasn't even gotten a court for it yet which is even crazier like that's what, what i'm fuck? saying Just this is my biggest thing like he hasn't gotten a court like gail crucified kobe for a charge she was acquitted of acquitted of after Michael he died, Jackson was acquitted, before he had his funeral, that's what she did. And then Oprah 
Like, like these are the things. Like, just don't jump the gun. Like, if I, it seems like you already made up your decision to be disrespectful. Just like give it another week or two, maybe next time. It's like, right, or let him go to court first. And you're already like you haven't gone to court, and you're doing yeah. a documentary on him, like not even on him about this specific subject that he has not gone to court for yet. Like, exactly. are you fucking kidding me? Like, you don't think that's gonna, you know, portray him before trial in a certain way? You don't think that's gonna have an effect on his trial? Like, yeah. on, like that's crazy to me. Yeah. Let me somehow subconsciously influence the jury of his peers. It's like, do you have like some sort of agenda? Because I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna say necessary, but. It's not a targeted agenda. But it just my happens to be. Like, I don't think she's had the best relationship with a lot of these so-called like cele- black celebrities, particularly like music. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've shown her the kind of reverence and respect as you know other people have because right. for whatever reason. Like I think there are a lot of bullshit things that are surrounding her, but like I don't think she gets that same sort of love from us that she mm-hmm. does from you know other people. I don't know right. if that's kind of like affecting how she goes about these decisions, but I mm. like it's definitely there. Like there's definitely something there. Yeah, yeah. Because out of that's all, there. like, because you're already getting cruise light across all these other networks, and then hop on Oprah shit and everything else, they're doing it too. Like it's like, damn, right? Like mm-hmm. there's something there for me. No, there's something there. There's a lot going on. Because I mean. I even saw, there, I mean, there's some weird stuff going on. Like, I saw some weird controversy with, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's strange. Like, it's Terry like, Crews is about to be out of here again for, like, us. He does, he does, okay, some of those he deserves. Cause, like, I know. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Up, it, it's strange. It's, it's weird. It's like, dang, we wanted to stand with you. And then he did some crazy shit. Yeah, they just... Like, don't come out of your mouth and do that. Like, yo, yo, Gabrielle Union. I mean, look, I will say that there's always been an assertion that black men don't look out for black women always Mm -hmm. to the same degree as, you know, it's been, you know, on their part. And I think there is definitely some point to that. I just think men in general don't look out for women, but I think for sure... Black women obviously have a very hard time compared to a lot of other people, and we don't always look out like we should. So I don't know if that is part of it, and that's why it's kind of like coming back. But it's like, yo, it's there's definitely like something there, and it's and it's just weird, and it's like, come on, man, like it's a thing. She's talking about Bill Cosby. She talked about like all these other people, but I'm like, like look at Harvey Weinstein, look at Kevin Spacey. Look at all these other names out there that, and you don't see, and you hear about it once. Like, when's the last time you heard about Kevin Spacey's shit being brought up? Like, what's really the last time you heard Weinstein shit being brought up? He's the one who started this, yeah. and he's by far the biggest monster of them all. If you if you go by the stories, like, where's the, like, how does he not have a documentary? Are you kidding me? For real, definitely needs an entire day, like a twenty four hour documentary. Like, yo, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but R. Kelly got what a six part series something like yeah. that like yo yeah. what like that's Weinstein fucking shit's weird. gotta be a year-long season like you can't have like what the that, fuck yeah that's weird and it's, it's there's some there's some side of energy that is just off and like i'm not, I'm 
not a fan of it. Oh wait, like, there was one documentary on Weinstein, but I think that I think that helped add charges to his shit. But I don't know, bro. If Cosby's in jail, it, he better be in jail. <laughs> For real, just as long if not longer. For real. I don't know. This is a it's a very touchy, tough kind of subject. Uh and it's a weird one, man, like and I just don't like to see it like going on like that, like like it is. Yeah. It just seems like unprovoked attacks, even though they're just trying to create compelling content. Just <laughs> not around certain people, you know, like that really deserve that type of energy. And content yeah. behind. I'm not with prosecutes yeah. on my in public before. He actually has his day on trial. Like that's crazy to me. For real. Like spend your money and resources on giving us like information about real shit. Or like more important people or something. Like do a documentary on like Gabby Douglas or some shit, you know? Like Yeah. <laughs> I think she got, I like, think she got t- one. Coming, yeah, but not not an Oprah one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where's that? Like, where's that Oprah? I don't see that Oprah. Yeah, she produced that or or not? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is she producing? If she ain't on it, because they got us out here looking bad, man. And it's just like, man, there's a lot of good shit that is going on. Like, where's the docs? Like, you know, I'm saying at this pace, Meek might get a fucking might might need a documentary here soon, bro. Shit, yeah, but if Oprah does it, it'll it'll be about like the random shit him and Nicki had going on. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Not a whole documentary, like you, like an hour. <laughs> it'll have me looking crazy. Beef and shit, like damn, they like what's uh <laughs> you heard about um what's his name, Quint Quint Miller? What do you call him? He called yeah. him Meek Mandela. <laughs> 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 And then take a look at this footage. <laughs> a, a small scuffle inside a convenience store. In the last 10 minutes. Or maybe it was yeah, the last 10 minutes would be about everything else he did. <laughs> and then she would snitch and tell us some shit we didn't know about that would probably get him in like jail. Like, because statute limitations would probably be like six months after the, the film she put out came out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got weird feelings for her. Like, I'm happy that you know, she's that weird. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't, I don't like a lot of shit she's done in recent years. I don't know, man. I mean, I never got the, like, Oprah's for, like, the people thing from Oprah. Like, I've never in life thought Oprah was about that. I thought, I thought she, she was like great uh, entrepreneur. Like, just a figure. Like, uh, aspiring kind of yeah you know, charismatic like leader see you can make it type of figure not like right one that yeah. i'm really like looking at and seeing what they did and like man like you did so much like mm. right because when you really start looking it gets a little shaky bro like track record gets a little shaky so it's i don't know i don't know. weird but let's get on to some lighter shit <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, been a while, so there's a lot of news. We're just gonna touch on some shit really quickly. Um, Batman revealed in a new teaser trailer. Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, 
Well, not trailer. Like teaser video. They just kind of showed teaser. his... his uh, Robert Pattinson. Showed his well, outfit. I mean, he's, he's used to Dark Knights. So. They are really trying to hard reboot this reboot. <laughs> like, well, why? They, they already can. fucked up, and they're really trying to hard reboot everything, because Ben Affleck is no longer Batman, square, I guess. Jared Leto's they no just got... Joker. They got feminine Ben Affleck to do it instead. They got the young feminine Ben Affleck to do it. Got rid of Ben out there. Got Jared out there. Like, damn. But y'all, like, already trying to reboot everything you did. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, y'all just did that. Like, y'all just started this shit. Like, didn't you just say that's a wrap? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. All I right. Feel, now let's redo this him. again. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Jared Little, man. Like, I think he's a good actor. I just think. What they gave him wasn't great. Nah, he's gonna. He's yeah. He's pissed. He's probably so mad still. Like sure. I think anytime somebody mentions his Joker, he's just yeah, gonna be. I mean, they cut out anger. They said they cut out like, everything, everything, and gave him, like ten minutes, and he he's, didn't get yeah. to like expand on anything. That so all we see, all we get is what we got. So it's like that's we don't know anything else. Well, I don't feel like know. they because they what they did with that, they kind of ruined Harley Quinn's character too. Cause like, which is what I was about to say, because the movie came out and it's gotten good reviews. Like from what I've seen. Oh, it has. It has. I haven't it seen. It really has gotten good reviews. Like, but it has, but it basically bombed at the box office. Yeah. Which is well, weird. Cause a because... lot of her backstory came from like really revealing moments with the Joker, like their right. intimacy. And the Joker is like, really not, apparently, I don't think he's in this one at all. I think they mentioned him, but I don't think he's actually right. in it. And I still thought it would be, do, I still thought it would do a lot better because yeah. people like Harley Quinn, but right. I think they just like the aesthetic more than they actually, because again, the movie was fucking terrible, Suicide Squad, so. <clears throat> well, it's hard to make a, how do you make a spinoff of a movie that was supposed to be a blockbuster, but flopped, like, Right, a blockbuster. Like, right. how do I make the spinoff? Because she the turned out to be a hit. Because they've sold a lot of like shit around her, so they thought, yeah, they'd sell a whole movie around her. Which, well, she was like the only character they cared. Like, kind of like made. And Will Smith, right? Playing Will Smith. Yeah, and Will Smith. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they didn't want to make a Will Smith movie. I don't think he's in the sequel. No, oh, that's what I'm saying. He's probably too expensive. <laughs> after they after they lost all that money the first time facts <laughs> but I think this one really bombs from what I remember recall hearing I think it really bombed and that's kind of sucks because yeah that's unfortunate it looked like if it's good it too cause... a good one you know and it might kill and it's quiet for because it, it looked like the soundtrack was like curated well it seemed like it looked like it was well popping done. off the, like it didn't the... look like terrible. Like it looked well done. For the I'll part. have to watch it and give it a try. Maybe we'll come back and give yeah, thoughts on it. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. I haven't watched a lot of stuff recently, like, but I'll watch it eventually. Um, one movie that surprisingly bounced back from the fucking dead was—I don't know if you heard about the Sonic uh, movie that just came out. Oh yeah, I—I I was confused because it looked like it was coming out for like six months or a year. Well, what happened was they dropped a trailer I think last year. And he looked fucking terrible. Like, let's be honest. Like, the design for him was weird as fuck. Like, it looked really yeah, bad. Yeah, it was different, for sure. And the backlash was so strong from fans that they literally paused when the movie was coming out, took it back for, like, another six months to redo the entire design of Sonic in the fucking <laughs> movie. 
I've never seen. I've literally never seen that happen before ever in Brunson any movie. This is one time I could say like toxic fandom, as they call it, actually yeah. worked. You know, <laughs> they're like, nah, 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 don't put that out on me. You you gotta fix that first. Like, and you know how very few studios would be like, you're right. We're gonna go redo this whole thing. And it's not yeah. like Sonic was like the biggest. Wasn't gonna be like the biggest fucking money maker in the world either. Like so, it's like the fact that they yeah. did that is I applaud them for that. It takes guts to like look at yourself and be like, yeah, we fucked up. Let's just let's do that's this smart. That's smart on their part because honestly, like Sonic, and I think it, yeah, I think saved it's... Sega. Like without Sonic, Sega dies. I mean, Sega is and basically. it's only in it. Well, yeah, but there wouldn't have been no Sega. Like Sonic yeah, no. was Sega. He is iconic. I was never a Sonic kid growing up, but he is iconic, no doubt. And it's crazy that they have Jim Carrey in the movie, which kind of makes me want to see it just because of Jim Carrey. Huh. Um, yeah, I kind of want to see that too. Man. And I kind of want to see it just because the fact that <laughs> had the you know the balls like with yourself in the mirror, be like we fucked up, we're gonna redo it. You kind of deserve the money now. Like, all right, you did what? Like at this point, <laughs> it better be a hit because our fans did yeah. all that bitching and shit. Every single one that like went online and did that shit needs to go watch the movie because they did it. So if you don't right. support, then it's like whack at that point if you don't support. Yeah, it's like look, I, I fixed the shit you was complaining about. Right, like come, so come it check better it out. be it better be a hit. So, but it's actually gotten relatively positive reviews, which doesn't happen very often for a video game movie. Right, that's what's up. So let's get some music shit. Um, I've been really like I've been really getting back into Rage Against the Machine lately. Oh, for real? Yeah, dog, that shit is wavy, dog. Like I've been watching like bunch of live concerts and shit they did and just fucking epic of concerts bro like oh that's tight you gotta like i forget maybe at finsbury park there's one of them they did and the crowd mm. is fucking insane like yeah and the songs they do that are just fucking perfect for like that type of like that shit just makes me want to go like i need to go see them live, <laughs> like at this point like and right. just happened to be that they have reunited for this year like, no, Jack, they did. That's Jack crazy. Rocha is back, man. And uh, they're doing a tour. That's crazy. They're doing a tour starting, I think it might have already started. It was about to start. Um, they're being a, they're going to be in Phoenix where I'm at uh, in March, which I won't be there for, which fucking sucks. But mm-hmm. might have to pull up on you in New York because they come out to New York <laughs> early August, man. Ah, that's a good look. You might have to come out here, man. Yeah, tickets might already be sold out. They probably are. It's that math. If, they're, if, they're, on, if they're on, yeah. There's, There's two uh, nights though. You could go to event, right? The good one's probably gone. They got two nights, back to back. That's one I yeah. Out a few people I want to see like live, they are definitely one of them. Like after watching, binging like videos on them, like yeah. I gotta see them live. It's just gonna be fun, right. epic. And I think they uh, do yeah. Coachella. Oh, okay. That's tight. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna feel that. Hey, and there's not a perfect. There's maybe a better climate for them to come back and make some new music too, too. <laughs> the climate's begging for them to be they here. They gotta come back. Bring the rage back, man. For real. Bring the That's rage. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw. Um, there's this fucking supreme. Like, I'm not a fan of Supreme. I'm not really sure why it's so big like it is. So just fucking... Hype beast. It's so hyped. Um, 
But they did this. Supreme came out with the term hype beast. They did some real whack shit. Like, what'd they do this time? I haven't heard. I don't know. So, they just dropped a video on their Instagram page. And it's like the Tupac hologram from, I think, when Jay (laughs) did his, like, uh, Coachella set. Yeah. And on the... And on the underwear, they put Supreme on the waistband. Oh, and weird! Like, to promote a shirt—is that, that legal? Su- to promote a shirt that they're selling of an upcoming hologram Supreme T-shirt. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're just—they're they doing just... a Tupac Supreme collection. Okay. And that shit just made me feel so gross. Like that's that is gross. gross. That's mad gross. That's like, oh, all right. Who allowed that? Right. Like, what the fuck? You know, like <laughs> that's the wackiest shit I've seen. Like that shit made that shit really made me Damn. mad when I saw it. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, well, that's crazy. That no brand the profiting in the, you know, what I'm saying like Jesus. Yeah, the reason I'm mad at Supreme is because they are the brand that represents trolling. Like they're they're the troll brand. Like, like they came into fashion as a troll, essentially. Right. Like, and then they so became like, what they were trolling. Yeah, exactly. That's why I hate it so. Like they are what they were trolling now. Like it's like and you it's, know that was to the it, fullest though. It's like the, like letting it rock. Like all right, fuck it. You want you want to pay eighty dollars? Yeah, we'll sell out. Real? Yeah, let's sell out. All right, bro. like you know, what I'm saying right, pay a hundred dollars right, for right. a t shirt, a whack ass t shirt that just says Supreme on it. You know what I'm saying? Let's slap Supreme on everything and sell that shit. But you know what that yeah. did though? That made that's how Champion came back. Supreme allowed Champion to come back. Like, yeah, that's so whack. Like what's the saying? Because uh, Champion yeah. was never a good brand. Champion was just. Champion was like Russell Bell. Athletics. It it's Bell. Russell Athletics. It's just there. What like yeah, who cares? It's available. And it's just the And just now the it's like fields. eighty dollars. Like, yeah, it's like, oh my God. This you remember when you saw pictures from people in the eighties and nineties wearing champion? Yeah. Be man. cool again. Like, <laughs> like that, bro. <laughs> nah. <laughs> For real. Like what what is happening right now? <laughs> that shit is weird. This is my biggest thing about fashion, like as much as they want to be considered art, which there are cases for it, they just do some yeah. corny shit that just annoys the fuck out of me. And like that, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna buy no Tupac Supreme shit ever, bro. Like the fuck, yo. I will never own Supreme shit unless it's a gift, and I might not wear it. And they were so like, what's the saying? You, you either die the hero or you live long enough to be turned into the villain, become the villain. And that's exactly what they are. The the process. <laughs> like, Jesus, uh, there's no balance, huh? Just sell out to the max as much as you can, huh? I think that's the new goal. I think Supreme's gonna try to be Gucci now. Watch. They're gonna try to go up another level. They're gonna be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, Gucci's an ultimate sellout. They'll use anything, any urban shit they can. There. That's what I'm saying. Supreme's trying to. They're gonna troll to the next level. Jesus, it's sad. It's sickening. It's fucking yeah, sickening. Man. It is gross. It's really gross. 
It's and they're fucking. It's just it's weird. Just the kids love it. It's just like, uh, well, kids are dumb. Whatever. So whatever. For real. The old man says. Kids For real. <laughs> so, I don't know if you ever saw Big Sean and you know the Joe Budden episode that he did. This, you know, Joe Budden does a little pull up. Oh, uh, the pull up. Yeah. I don't really watch yeah. it because I can only take so much Joe at a time. Um, <laughs> but I did watch some highlights, and I guess the one point I want to talk about is he kind of he finally talked about the big the big Sean Kendrick uh, beef that's been oh yeah thought of yeah just being in <laughs> beef yeah he addressed that in full. Uh, I don't know how long the clip was, but it was good. Yeah, I watched the. Okay, yeah, he talked for a good good period of time about it. So, yeah, he really—I mean, he said a lot, but didn't really say anything at the same time because his whole thing was—he said he called top and he said that there was nothing there and that he wasn't even talking about him and blah 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 and that he wasn't—he wasn't taking shots at him and then Kendrick wasn't taking shots at him back and I'm like, you say that, but I don't really believe that shit because. When you really listen to like the hard four, or then you like listen to like what he was saying on his shit, and then like you you see some of the little you know little, little certain phrases that you don't really hear Kendrick say on any other song, yeah, that are very popular with a certain rapper, and it's like, mm, I think they lied to your face, bro. <laughs> I think they lied to your face because yeah, I don't see how you don't get that they were going back and forth. I mean, yeah, that was funny. So here's the thing. Big Sean, it definitely, was definitely holding, withholding information while he was doing that, when he was talking. Because he kept, he kept stopping himself and then, something there. And then jumping forward, like, it was like, like he was talking about, like when he mentioned, like, all right, so then there was like, there was a little tension between but then, right, so, boom, you know, fast forward or whatever. Like, <laughs> I was like, nah, Sean, what the fuck do you mean there was tension? Like, you never talked about the tension. How was there tension if if you talked to Punch and, and it was all good? Or and, or you talked to Top and it was all good? And, like, you just, like, I don't, I don't, uh... I don't believe it. I, I, don't, I, just, uh, I don't think Sean wants no more smoke, honestly. Yeah. Nah, until y'all think this is on a song bigging each other up in a verse like verbatim like like Kendrick saying Big Sean you you the greatest like, <laughs> Big Sean you my homie like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I don't believe it <laughs> and y'all niggas ain't been in a picture but I mean y'all ain't Big been, Sean ain't been outside y'all ain't done shit since Control y'all was working out y'all was working pretty regularly and Kendrick don't work with that many people you know what I'm saying like Kendrick controlled him. <laughs> I just, I just think he don't want no more smoke, bro. That's all it sounds like to me. Like, look, man, just flag, like bro. Drake. I mean, he said it when he said he ain't talked to Drake, and like Joe Budden kind of said, uh, "Since blessings," as a joke. I don't and I was like, "Blessings," the song, "Bless." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, when I was thinking, I was like, "Shit, he probably really ain't talked to that nigga since Bless." Probably. <laughs> You know, it was like because he got eight on that song too, like by Drake. But like, yeah, he's supposed to be coming out the new album this year, so I'm interested. It's it's been a while. 
It's been a while. Yeah. Did you hear that that single he put out with um Janae? Yeah. Is that what? Is he have a single right? Nah. He just dropped something. He just dropped something. I don't know. You guys tell me in the comments, but I'm pretty sure it was with Janae. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But yeah, I just want to kind of touch on that real quick that that uh, he didn't want no more smoke. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> yeah, want no more. That I think that was him clean trying to clean it up. If there was anything to clean up, it felt fake. It felt unresolved, if anything. Like, he, he was trying to make it sound like he was cool, but it sounded, like, unsure. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, Move on to some art. So, Banksy just uh, dropped another piece, I guess you could say. Huh. I don't know if you saw. No. It's fairly simple. Uh, a girl on the side of like a random house in uh, England. A girl shooting like a slingshot and like up top it like explodes into flowers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's fairly Valentine's simple. Day yeah. mural. Okay. <laughs> okay. And yeah. it also got vandalized in like less than 24 hours. <laughs> Which is kind of fucked up, but yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. I always wondered, how does he actually, you know, do his shit? <laughs> he got spotted, man. Like no production. I, yeah, I, Did you, you ever see? You think it's? You don't think it's set up? Like. Oh, it's set up, but, like, I don't know, like... Because I don't think he just randomly goes out and then, like, does the work and somehow slinks away without ever being seen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, but, I mean, imagine... Imagine just setting something up. Like, it might not even be, like... It's not like he's tagging the wall, you know what I'm saying? Not some. Yeah, I mean, he could set something up as a lie with, his, with a crew of people and then just show up and do that instead. And then, see, so I mean, you think the people in the house are in on it? I don't think the people, the, if they're the people in the house, I feel like would like if it's a if it's not a specific target, like then yeah, it was just a random people, house. Yeah, like it's a little bit weird, only because he knows the power of his work now, right? So that, in a sense. Puts them in danger. Yeah, you can't just tag anywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah, no, nah, you can't. They, show they, up they just, yeah, they will show up and That's they try to the cut. Value of the they'll try to cut off the spray paint part if they, you know, because the flowers are too high. You know, like, they're going to try to cut it out of the wall. Like, you know, to, to preserve the spray paint. Like, that's what happens to every Banksy. It's like, they try to happen? cut it off. Yeah, they try to chisel it off if they can. If they can steal it, that's how they try to steal it. Is take the whole wall. They try to they try to put some fencing up, like I forgot man. Like, but I'm just I always just wonder how he does his shit. Like how does how does he how does he operate? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. I, it's I, crazy. He got to drop a doc at some point. Like, 
I mean, he has to, like, because, I mean, these people, I would. I would Cause I just don't know how he's still crazy. getting away with this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's as, you know, spontaneous and as secretive as he makes it seem. But, like. I mean, but in all honesty. It's a great viral marketing. It's phenomenal marketing. But you got to take into consideration what he's doing isn't, like, doesn't take that long. Like, all the work is mostly in the prep. Like, he, if he has a so stencil. Like, get a stencil and then just paint it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a spray can. Like, he cuts out the whole stencil, right. and then it's just in pieces. So he'll either just, like, have it folded up, and then it just flops out into this piece, or he just has it in three pieces and sprays it, sprays it, sprays it. Right. Now the figure's there, and then I just got to get up on a ladder and put the shit up there. Right. But he also has some more involved pieces. That... Oh, yeah. The more involved ones, you know, that's another thing. But he's definitely not by himself. And it's either. a very public fucking area sometimes, too. Like. Yeah. Well, he's never by himself. I guarantee you he's got at least two people with him. Either middle. way, he's a fucking viral marketing genius. I can say that. Jesus Christ. Fuck yeah. Fucking genius. Legend. Viral marketing legend. This nigga got... Yeah, nah. It's... it's... How's he make money? I don't think... <laughs> yeah, he makes money under his name. Banksy. I think Banksy is an official title. So like if anybody uses it, basically. Like, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, like it's trademarked. Like I don't think it can I be just, used. I need to see the behind out. scenes on all this. Because you know there's like Banksy, it's like you can't sell a Banksy at Sotheby's unless it's like like the artist. You know, like otherwise it would be like an illegal product. Like it wouldn't be a real art, you know. Right, so what happened so with the one like, that he shredded in the auction? I don't know, actually. I didn't follow up on that. I just know they were trying to put it back together. But, like, right, like to so, be honest. But you said it was. But, like, if they can't it? find. So, how, so, how so that's out. the whole thing. He has a studio and people work for him. So, like, I don't know if this is all literally just marketing. Like, I don't know if that was the troll. That's and what I'm then saying. afterwards, like, the that, collector that, like, just got like, the real painting. Yeah. Like, the collector might have just got the joint. Like, that, felt and then like that was just like a, oh, haha, I'm, I'm the collector that the, the shredder happened to. You know, like. I mean, it's great. Like, it was a great fucking stunt either way. Like, but. Yeah, like, he could be doing a whole side, like, thing, like, where he's literally, like, mastermind trolling the shit. He's a But, like, just has it. Because all I got to do is, like, have him sign an NDA if, if you know, and it's a wrap. So, bro, like, you, we did that. You got to start hiding You get face, the bread. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, need you, I need you to start doing some Banksy pop-up uh, LOF cardboard shit, bro. <laughs> that's too funny. Shit. Because he's a marketing genius. Like... I'm the artwork's cool. I'm impressed, but I'm more impressed by like the, you know, the business side of shit, behind the scenes shit, his operations. Like that's fucking impressive. How long he's been doing it too? Yeah, yeah, man. Super impressive. <laughs> so in other news, there are some uh, uh, Andy Warhol, yes, new unseen pieces that are being seen and shown for the very first time some drawings he did mm. back in the 1950s 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw. No, I didn't see that. I heard about it, but um... they see just some simple, fairly simple drawings, like line work, male. Yeah, that's bodies. all his drawings were like. Um, but the thing was, yeah, Warhol, Warhol used to draw a lot, but like his thing was about speed and. Yeah, that like, means like act- you want to be like a machine or something, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why his drawings were like that. Is he was trying to draw it perfect but fast, and um, yeah, those were like his gestures. It's actually really dope. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess, I guess he said he tried to get them in some galleries before in the nineteen fifties, but there was like a lot of homophobia and homophobic fear that homo like that they, they didn't want to put it in their galleries because it was yeah. of men and eroticized men I guess and yeah this is before drag queens was a thing like a term so yeah so now he is now it's being seen for the first time mm-hmm. that's dope I've seen a couple of them of drawings that people probably haven't seen because I was in a I was in the back room of somebody's collection, private collection. I seen some things. It was like, those are Warhols. I was like, those drawings? They're like, yeah. It's like, oh. Word? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> it's like so different than like what people know Andy Warhol yeah, for. Yeah, that is not, it's very different than what, you know, you typically associate with him with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's his for sure. So that's cool. That's cool. I feel like that'll kind of give people a little bit of understanding in terms of why uh, Andy was so into the Basquiat style. Because if you look at some, how yeah, some... how he drew, yeah, then you see Basquiat's drawing and mark making. You can you can kind of see some similarity. So you remember when you you did a cover piece or you, know, you did a piece about. Show that you went to Mr. Brainwash. Yeah. So apparently he is opening his own museum in Los Los Angeles. Oh. Brainwash Museum, huh? He is temporarily turning the former Palais Center for Media in Beverly Hills into his own museum. Um. So yeah, he's able to lease the building. Uh, and. I don't think all the details have been, you know, figured out, but he plans to show only his work in the beginning <laughs> when it wow. first opens this spring <laughs> before inviting other artists to do solo groups. <laughs> that is crazy. That's so funny. You weren't, fucking, you weren't so uh, He's a troll as well. His, yeah, you weren't so hot on his uh, his work in the, the piece. Oh, nah? <laughs> That's because he's a fucking troll. That he is supreme of art. <laughs> he's the art. He's the artist known as supreme. Like <laughs> that's why his name is brainwashed, man. It's a three story building. It'll be yeah. full of his his work only to begin with. <laughs> What's funny is people don't know yet, but like Mr. Brainwash is like pop culture Thomas Kincaiding himself. He's about to make his art worth nothing in about five to ten. Years. If he keeps on this this track, 
what track is that? Um, well, the more like he wants much to stuff. be every yeah. If you put out too much stuff, like your additions start to mean nothing. Your, right. Like it starts to mean nothing. Like cool, you know. Like like it'll it'll start to show up in thrift stores, kind of shit. Like. <laughs> Like yeah. oh they didn't yeah. like that's you know like that's that's what I mean it's like once it gets to that point it's like oh, okay you're, you're, the commoditization yeah. the commoditization of his art basically yeah I mean it's a it's a thing to strive for but then it's also but it's also kind of ironic because that's from what I've seen that is a lot of like in his art already like the pop shit yeah. But he's, and just he's like turning it. into that, yeah. So that's what's funny. It's like doesn't he need to have one of Andy Warhol shit? Like he try to remix it or some shit like that. Like, well, half of his shits are remixes of other people's work. Like all he does is copy shit he sees, and like remix it with his idea. Like he made, like he looked at um Jeff Koons' work and then made some shit that like like Jeff Koons' balloon dogs he thought were cool. So then he did something kind of similar or like he just kind of does what the other people are doing like casting those little dogs in bronze as bookends he decided to do you know in the show like the little uh everything is good or whatever the life is good or whatever the bullshit was that he said and then like so it does not sound like he will be going to his museum anytime soon Oh, I might miss the opening, you know, but uh, <laughs> it's still around in a few years. <laughs> I might, I might swing out there. Um, yeah. I don't want to put too much shine on that. I heard there was a really amazing show at the what is it, the Getty Museum? So yeah, people might want to go see that one instead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I mean, like even from our stuff, you see pictures you did. He had like. What's, what's the famous like farmer's painting? He like remixed that with basically just some colors and a hat and shit. Oh, yeah. Then he there's like a Mickey Mouse statue that's been. For oh yeah, the Mickey Mouse. Whatever, like you know, there's a John Lennon one that looks very. Oh, the John Lennon! I forgot about those stupid. Yeah, they look. Everything he does looks like really basic and lame. Yeah, it looks like something I would definitely do on Photoshop. A lot of yeah. Stuff. Like oh, I want to make a Warhol, but like more street arty with like some yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's like trying to graffiti type of street art type shit. Yeah, because he was copying Banksy shit, and then he just mixed it with all his favorite artists. <laughs> and I quote, uh, Darice Walker: Take Andy Warhol, Banksy, Jean Michel, uh, Basquiat, Jackson Pollock, and Jeff Koons, put them in a blender and chug. <laughs> <laughs> Some harsh words there, man. I mean, but you get it all. That's it. That's what. But it you're not lying. Is what you're saying? What am I lying? I'm not lying. I mean, nobody can tell me I'm lying. That's that's facts. <laughs> that's what it is. Man. Well, if you are into that type of stuff, you can go check it out sometime in the early spring. His museum, which is only dedicated to him at the beginning, which is funny, but yeah. Go check that out if you want. Um, let's get right into the the real heart of things. So we're going to talk about the Oscars and the Grammys. Um, as people who've been following us know that we normally have a 
prediction and kind of a contest to see who has the most right. But unfortunately, this year we weren't able to do it because life. Saw your back know. down. Yeah, right. I bodied you last time. Uh, <laughs> life happens. So unfortunately, we could not do uh, that for either one of them. But it's one of our yeah. favorite things to do. We'll get to it again. Um, but we just want to talk about the two shows in general, uh, our thoughts, winners, whatever, you know. We'll start with the Oscars. I don't know if you have to check it out much. I don't watch these shows anymore because they're entirely too fucking long. Uh, but I caught yeah. most of the highlights and saw the winners. So I caught a no few winning. highlights. I didn't even really try this year, to be honest. I kind of just heard what I heard through the grapevine. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have anything on it either, so. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, because that was the thing. I was like, oh, shit. Like, Dario don't want no smoke, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't really. Nah, I call. I call the top guy. He said we're good. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What punch say? Not <laughs> nah, it was cool. I mean, let's see. What did I hear about the Oscars? All I heard about, all I keep hearing about, is that one movie that I have. Parasite, seen Parasite, Parasite. Yeah, Parasite. That's all minutes. I heard about. I think four out of four? six. It might have been oh, nine six times. Got four. Yeah. That's a cleanup. Um, best international feature film, which they changed, uh, which used to be called foreign language film, I believe. And now it's just international feature film, which was I think is a dope change. Oh. Wow, I love that change. Film is just should be the language of film, not as a you know, only foreign language or whatever. Yeah. Um so yeah, it won there, which was no real surprise. Uh for people who haven't seen it, it also won the on the or at Cannes Film Festival, which is a huge fucking honor to do, and I think it was again the first Korean film to do that. Um, there, so not really surprised that it won Best International Feature Film because it's been blowing up. Uh, it won Best Director, which I was kind of surprised by. Uh, I really thought, you know, they would have given it to like Martin Scorsese. Or yeah. you know something like that, because I would have lost yeah. on that. I probably would have lost because the Irishman was dope. Because let me see who was the. the I want to say it was Mark Scorsese. It was a really stacked field, honestly, this year for like the top kind of picks because there are a lot of big movies. So it was like Mark Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, uh, Sam Mendes, oh, yeah. and uh, Todd Phillips, and I believe that was it. Might be leaving out like Noah Baumbach or something like that, but either way, he won out of a very, very stacked field. You know how Hollywood mm-hmm. typically likes to give it to the, the you know the big names that have been around that have been doing it for so long, like Scorsese right. and Tarantino's. And so I was really surprised that Quentin or Scorsese didn't get it. But yeah, wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. I was. I was just. I was a little confused that Scorsese got less love though. Yeah, uh, that's one thing. Irishman did not get a lot of love, or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, really. Um, I honestly wasn't that surprised. I I still wasn't that surprised. About Joker or Once Upon a Time? I mean, Once Upon a Time, I like It's a movie about Hollywood in the golden era of Hollywood. Like, Hollywood loves those type of fucking movies. Yeah, I know. And it's Tarantino. And it's got Brad Pitt. And it's got Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, but it was Leo. It was Leo's fault this time. 
I mean, Brad Pitt. Won. Brad Pitt ran the movie. Brad Pitt won. But Leah was the lead. There was really two leads. Yeah, but it was about Leo. Either way, Brad Pitt won. He got a supporting actor. <laughs> um, other than that, it really didn't get much love. Uh, I think it got one other thing, maybe one other award. Um, mm. Same with like Joker. I think Joker got like what, one award. I want to say. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but it didn't get any big ones. Uh, for as much hype as it was, you know, when it first came know. out, I think I'm kind of happy about that because, like I said, I, I enjoyed the movie, but I think it was well overhyped for what it really was, which is just a really well done movie. That it was just a drama. It wasn't a, it extremely, was a Joker movie. That borrows extremely heavily from, uh, you know, Scorsese's previous work and works of that ilk. So, yeah, for I sure. I feel like it was so deserving as people were, like, claiming it to be. Um, yeah. But I felt like I, a Clint Eastwood doc, like, a film. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I am happy that uh, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor, though, because he did do a really good job in that movie. Yeah, no, nah, that body transformation, too. He's just a phenomenal actor in general. Like, that dedication? Yeah, and that's the thing. I wasn't mad at him. I was mad at certain aspects of the movie, and that's why I didn't think it was amazing. I thought it yeah, wasn't blown away. Really like, good. Yeah, I was like, but this, I do want to see great. another one. Yeah, I was like, he's yeah. great in it for sure. But mm-hmm. the overall movie was pretty standard. I thought there were like, some holes too that I was annoyed by, but whatever. I'm not gonna get into that. But nah, he was Joaquin Phoenix was was on point. Irishman didn't get much love, which, which is crazy. Honestly, I thought that it's I was a, kind of it's like a legacy film too for him, basically. Yeah, and I've Al never, Pacino, I never Pesci sat through three hours so easy. Robert now, yeah, the three, it's a three monster right there. Yeah, yeah, that shit. Like Joe Pesci annihilated that shit. And yeah, then, very subtle. Like I'd never seen him move that slow. Very subtle. Very opposite of roles he did before, which is why I think he agreed to come back and do it. Because I don't think he wanted to come back and do the same cliches he would done basically his whole career. Well, this, he walked away in the first place. Yeah, because he had to come out of retirement for it. Like, and actually, the word was he said no to Scorsese like twice, like two or three times. <laughs> like, nah, I'm not doing nothing. Like, it sounds just like the other shit we did. Like, we already did that. But yeah, I mean. I'm not so surprised because, like I said, you haven't seen Parasite. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. So but, I I don't know. But So I wasn't surprised because it legitimately lives up to the hype. Like, it's a great fucking movie. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, you can't really, yeah, I can't really say too much. I don't want to say too much about it because it'll give a shit away about it. But, yeah, I, it's a good movie. And it, it deserves everything it got pretty much this year. Um, yeah. So I was not mad about the winners. Because I think, mm-hmm. like, the major ones, like, I didn't see Marriage Story, so I didn't, I don't know about, you know, their roles in that. I didn't see 1917. So, I mean, that's cool as it looked. I don't think it was, I think it was more of like a technical type of performance than it was best. Is that film. one, um, Dog, like, Kid War movie. Kid when War. Jojo Rap. Jojo oh, Rabbit. Uh, no, it only won maybe one 
one that I know for sure, and that was uh, adapted screenplay. Oh, okay. So Taika oh, Waititi wow. won for that because it was based oh. on a book. And interesting, yeah. But other than that, no. Um, Parasite that was, was a big up. winner. Like, honestly, like Parasite, and that's crazy. Parasite killed these, and things. it was the first like <laughs> for those that don't know, it was the first Korean film to ever you know win. That's and, dope. And that's big. The one first Korean director, first Korean best picture, first, 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 you know, and like, mm-hmm. it was dope. Uh, you know, he had the whole, <laughs> I mean, like, he had one of the best speeches I've, I can ever remember uh, in mm. recent times, like most endearing ones. Cause he like, when he won for best director, he was like so surprised and shocked and like, he just showed so much love to like everybody else that he was like nominated with. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I think that's just a I think it's monumental for the fact that it's proven that now it's like really proven that there is a shift, you know, kind of in movies and that it's opening and expanding even more. And that if a movie that's like entirely in Korean with subtitles can be as big as it got, <clears throat> I think yeah, it's right? gonna open the door for like way more type of uh opportunities for like foreign films and stuff like that so definitely and i think they're catching up like korean films have been getting better and better from what i've seen because i normally watch them for the like other martial arts but they've there's there's definitely catching up happening in other parts of the world especially like asia when it comes to film so Mm -hmm. the fact that this one is a big big fucking moment i think in hollywood yeah, that's tight. It's good, more diversity, for sure. Um, now we got you know new new members in the in the voting committee. I mean, more diversity, <laughs> but it was still like all I think male and white filled side of him pretty much. But yeah, mm. it's, it's I mean if anything, it's for sure like studio options for sure have increased for them. Nice. Um. Yeah, right. if you haven't seen it, you need to go see Parasite. Right they still didn't have a host, which you know, there might be a thing. Why? Why are they even having the awards anymore? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have hosts anymore, so I guess you know, send them shits in the mail then. Shit, they're you know they got to pass. They <laughs> celebrate themselves. That's never not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. What else happened that night? Not much. Like, it was pretty uneventful. Like, the performances were pretty... Well, there's only one that I think I think should have won, and that was um, Best Original Song. They gave mm-hmm. to John Elton. I mean, El- <laughs> Elton John. <laughs> I guess Elton John. Uh, I forget the name of it. But for his song he did in um, Rocket Man. Oh, really? Uh, I forget her name, but the lead that played Harriet Tubman uh-huh. in Harriet, the original song for that. And I hadn't heard the song before, but then they performed it. And that was yeah. by far the best performance of the night, like not even close. Uh, and the song is just better than Elton John's. And I think right. that should have won over that. And I think a lot of people felt that way, but that's they about just, it. Yeah, that comes to one of those name recognition. Yeah, it's Elton John. 
Like, I'm not surprised, but I think that the other stuff yeah. is just better. Um, yeah, other than that, like you said, Walking Phoenix won, Brad Pitt won, Laura Dern won her first one. Um, Bong Joon Ho, who's the director of Parasite, won. Parasite won a lot. <laughs> and yeah, that was pretty straightforward and uneventful. But definitely, if you have not seen Parasite, bro. Oh, I'm going to watch, watch it. No, what's funny is because, like, the delivery guy said that. Like, everybody Did said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fam. The delivery guy's like, yeah, you know, I've been watching too much, man. Is this movie Parasite? I, I don't know, it's man. Good, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a good movie. Like, it's a good movie. Like, you. Yeah, it's like, you know, you crazy. Have to watch the trailer. Just, just watch it. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, trailer, <laughs> trailer won't tell you shit about it. Like, you just got to go into the cold, like I did, and, like, see what it is. And mm-hmm. uh, what's crazy about it is that when it first came out, it, I think I only did like three hundred some thousand dollars, because it wasn't even available. I think in a lot of countries, um, and they didn't have a ton of marketing or advertising for it, right? And it kind of just blew up by word of mouth, you know? Like people were like, "Oh, parasite, parasite, this, parasite, that." That's how I heard about it, yeah. word of mouth. Like it just kept blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. It's like this viral type movie, kind of very similar to me. Like Get Out was how Get Out was like the smaller film that wasn't expected mm-hmm. to go like it did. And then when it did, like the word of mouth kind of carried it. And it's crazy that word of mouth carried, even though I don't think Get Out won much that year, even though it should have. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that it carried this Korean film all the way to like the States and to, the, to sweeping the, yeah. the Oscars yeah. like this. That's, that's it. Yeah. It's a six story for sure. So that was, that was, that was dope. That was definitely dope. Um, yeah. I like Renee Zellweger won for best actress, which I didn't see Judy. I never know. She, she was in the movie about oh. Judy Garland, like biopic. Oh shit. I'm going to watch that then. That's crazy. I forgot Renee was still out here. Yeah, she a got, lot of people did. And then she did that, I guess, and blew <laughs> minds. Yeah. All right. Roger Deakins won for 1917 cinematography. And he's a fucking phenomenal cinematographer, and I could see it. I haven't seen 1917, but from what I've seen, I'm not surprised. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else? Is there anything? Yeah, no, it was, like I said, pretty straightforward. Not big surprises outside of Parasite for people who haven't seen it. But people outside, it was pretty... The writing was on the wall, so... Mm. Another year, another Oscars, nothing groundbreaking happened. <laughs> Except ratings being the lowest of all time. <laughs> just not much excitement. Like, it's just like... I don't know. It was, it was I, don't know they, I don't know what they have the to do. The ratings hit the ground. <laughs> I don't know what they have to do, but it's just... Well, they should know it's obvious. Like, uh, maybe pay attention to the highest grossing movies. Yeah. You know? I mean, but this year... I think, like, I think fucking the superhero movies. This year wasn't so bad, though. Like, Yeah. It wasn't yeah, like when Dark like, Knight didn't get shit or like when... You know, Avengers and all that it was like, well, did Avengers? Yeah, did I actually, no. Avengers, did Avengers nah. come out Black Panther was the only like one that Panther, got love. Yeah. Avengers, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 
they don't they still aren't really checking still very, for yeah, like yeah, that. It's still snobbish, you know. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that if they want an audience, <laughs> that's where everybody is. Hey, <laughs> if they keep going international with it, they can get that international audience to make a difference, so yeah, but the, their movies aren't going to get trophies. Because like, <laughs> we're going to be starting to be like, we're going to want more international categories. But that's a good thing. So, hey, keep fucking it up. Keep keep changing. The Oscars are right. so white. It's a couple years ago. <laughs> Look at us now. Parasites winning. So, uh, yeah, the Grammys. Yeah, let's get to the Grammys. Um, again, I just didn't watch it. Watch the highlights. Watch all the performances. Watch some of the speeches and awards. But fairly uneventful. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't any controversy. Billie yeah. Eilish won like everything, Last. which I knew was gonna happen because she's like been anointed the next, you know, everything. Um, yeah. Even though I have a lot of issues with that because I don't think. She's as amazing as people keep saying her shit was, but yeah, whatever. I mean, she wasn't the basically they pushed the button on her like they pushed the Lizzo button, but like Lizzo Billie Eilish, pretty big too. Yeah, well, that's the industry. These are like industry plants, but like Billie Eilish, she is good. She's just not extraordinary. Like, like, but people like, are talking about her like she's like the next fucking Michael Jackson. I'm like Jesus Christ. Well, she's kind of like, she's like, she's kind of like if Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain were one person. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if Courtney was, was Kurt Cobain, like, <laughs> she'd be Billie Eilish. Like, like yo, know, I think she's dope, especially for her generation. Like, the shit that she talks about, like I said, my reaction, like, doesn't really resonate to me because of the shit she was talking about. But, like, I can see it resonating to her generation specifically. And she's definitely ahead of her years in terms of like Did you hear her new joint? She helps a lot with her brother. Um, the James Bond? Yeah, I've seen the trailer too. That shit looks fire as fuck, but yeah. Um, the soundtrack's out fire. The new Bond song sounds lit. Yeah. Better, I'll, than, I'll a, better than Adele, that's for sure. Was yeah, fire. actually, her, yeah, Billie Eilish is like what a Bond song could sound like. I'm like, oh shit. Like, look, she's fantastic. I just don't think she's. As fantastic as they keep trying to tell me she is. Yeah. I mean, I was with her when she said Ariana should have won. For which one? Uh, Album. <laughs> Psych. Not the album of the year. I just think Ariana's was better. I thought Billy should be like third or fourth place in the album of the year. Category. I just think album of the year is kind of trash anyways, the whole category. Yeah, he left out a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, but then um, what Nipsey got like two Grammys, right? Yeah, I got one for hire with DJ Khaled the video. Yeah. Uh, did he get a song? John Legend. rap song. Uh, racks in the middle. Was that what he won for? I think it was racks in the middle. Or at least that's what I heard. I look it up. Best rap performance, yeah, Racks in the Middle, which I'm kind of surprised. But I didn't. It's not <laughs> no, my I favorite. Was surprised when they song, said that. But I was like, right. a word. 
<laughs> yeah, I was confused. Like, okay. I was a bit confused by that one, but I think I'm not sure. Well, it was not bad, but it made the it cut sound bad. But I'm not sure when that one if he was still here. I mean, higher he would have won no matter what. I feel like that was like that was a big song. Yeah, yeah. Over, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. It uh, continues, but that song's one of the that's a, that's a big song. You can put that song on now. Throws ball balling. You can throw London on too. Balling. Hey, I'm not slandering him, <laughs> but I think it. Yeah. I, I think it'd be different if he was here because they didn't show him that type of love when he was here. So it's like not true. I just was confused. I thought. I mean, these are kind of it, the racks in the middle. Kind of feels like just throwing it to him a little bit. Like, uh, it's not my favorite song. So I was surprised. I was like, oh, okay, racks in the middle. So, best rap song a lot. Oh yeah, that's confusing. But it's J Cole. It's really because of J Cole. That J Cole bump. <laughs> That's all. That's why it won. Got that it J. Cole won Grammy package. J. Cole. <laughs> they gave it to J. Cole because that's his. Isn't that his first Grammy? Yeah, as I said, J. Cole doesn't win a lot. Yeah, not respected. J. Cole's but he first Grammy always gets snubbed on somebody else's shit. Twenty-one. That's a <laughs> throw four seals drive the year. He definitely got snubbed for that one. But yeah. All right, a lot. I guess cool. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Sure. They you know what's so funny? Because he literally just said like what he, what was that song where he, he said he should win a Grammy last year? The um Middle Child. Yeah. Yeah, he was just saying it middle right. child. Right. Spe- wow. yeah, his last fucking album was so fucking good. Yeah, I don't I don't know, bro. Alright, bro. Yeah, they didn't give him shit. Like <laughs> Yeah, alright. You know, I was confused because that was a yeah. So I'm waiting to see what Cole's next album sound like because that he, I feel like he's coming for niggas. But. So best rap album, best rap album. <laughs> Again, this is this was by far the most interesting part of the whole night. Um, not just yeah when and the the speech she gave after. Uh, after not on the stage, but after, um, yeah, behind the stage. We're gonna talk about that right after this. But Igor, that's a rap <laughs> album, fam. Bro, where I'm I so been? mad at the fans <laughs> for that. What? I was so confused. I was like, "What are you talking about?" He raps three times, maybe twice, actually. Like, what? And somebody asked me to explain it, and I was like, "Well, let me let me tell you this way." Post Malone's not considered a rapper. <laughs> like, huh? I was like, yeah, no. But some people yeah, no. think Post Malone's a rapper. Right. He's he's never in those rap categories, is he? Like, not for album. No, no not for So, rap. how the fuck is Igor in there? My, actually, and there was a perfect example of that night. I was confused because um, Anderson Pac. He won R&B. best R and B album for Ventura. Your favorite. There was there was more <laughs> rap, dog. There was more rap on Ventura 
than Igor. Right. Igor, but he's got like Igor's more R and B. That's what I'm saying. But they can still call Tyler's Igor the whole time. Like, have you heard Earthquake? Rap. Right. Where's the rap? For real. Like that's some straight up like. Yeah. We're not gonna put you over here, buddy. And okay, <laughs> so we already agree that was a trash nomination. I think he should have won for something for Igor for sure because. That could have been Fama, best album. It should have been in the best album category. It should have been at least nominated for best album. I don't understand how the fuck it wasn't. But well, I do understand. But make room. At the same time. They had to make room, Dario, for the but industry plans. For people that don't know his speech afterwards, he basically said getting, you know, it's bittersweet because he's always had he's very honored to win the Grammy and get noticed for his work and da 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 da. But getting it in the best rap album, like urban categories, like Kind of saying, what do you say? It's kind of like, it's kind of like the N word uh, calling him a nigga, but not. Yeah, like, Urban's just another word for nigga, basically. And yeah, it's like instead, it's like yeah, use another word for nigga, like basically and not getting his props as, like, as just an artist, and like what he even subscribes as a pop album, like not being respected because you switch up and go like different genres, and like they don't know what the fuck to do with that because you're black and like. You've been known yeah. as kind of a rapper, but you clearly didn't put out a rap album, and you still get kind of. It's like when it's the same thing that um, Childish goes through. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because so wasn't funny. his shit wasn't a rap album? I think they did put. Did they put that in there? I think there was some kind of confusion. I feel like some of the songs, maybe it was just a song or something, but yeah, it was something weird about like them not saying it was... When he literally didn't rap on the entire album? Yeah. <laughs> and they kept calling him rapper. <laughs> you know, like like everything about it was funny. Like, And then I went, I went to his concert and he only rapped, like he only did like four or five of his rap songs. Like, it was so funny. It's like... I understand the frustration. Like, it's like, bro, like, nothing he did was rap. And he even says it wasn't rap. And, like, there's way more deserving rap albums. And, like, he deserves to be in the mainstream pop fucking category, like, for that project. Yeah, like, why can't... Yeah, he said that. Like, why can't we be pop? Like, why can't I just be... It's the most popular fucking, you know, genre, whatever. But, like... The fact that they're off to the side in their own little side category, and even when you try to break out, they still kind of put you in that box. It's fucking crazy, yo. It's twenty twenty. Yeah. It's twenty twenty. <laughs> That's so confusing. Like rap yeah. isn't like a mystery anymore. Like, bro, it's been the biggest fucking thing in the world for the past decade plus, for real. And yeah, and it was just even more glaring to me because of, like I said, that example with Ventura winning the same night. As R and B, like R and B. As R and was like, are those categories switched? Like Ventura is a rap album with R and B, more soul than R and B. Honestly, like, yeah, it's like a soul. It's like a soul hip hop, like a, a hip hop soul samples like tape. Like you know, it's a smooth, smooth R and B, but like not like I don't know. It was weird. Tyler shit was awesome. Like all harmony. Yes. And you couldn't even tell who Man. the other people where they were singing because, like, he changed their voices. So, an urban know. contemporary album. 
a black new black new new black music. That's what there's a one <laughs> strictly off of popularity. Yeah, because Jesse Reyes album was way better than that. Yeah, easily way more replay value. Because I love you just has bigger singles. Yeah. Exactly. The mainstream button. The radio play. Will they ever get black music right in the Grammys, you think? Mm. Like artist music, right? I have no idea. Seems like every time it they kind of every time right. it's like on a platter for them to like do the right thing, they fuck it up. Like, could have been easier in a share. way that's really embarrassing. Like, it's not even like an almost like oh, all right. It's like damn, what? Like you know, <laughs> like it's like they don't just like kind of fuck it up. Sometimes they really stick their foot in their mouth. Like on some like what the? How does that even? How is that even possible? Like Tyler being best rap album. How is that even possible? How's it even a rap? <laughs> Fuck. Nobody who's a rap fan is gonna call that a rap album. And like, I don't know. I this is why people don't watch the Grammys because you like music is by far the most popular, and you can't get the most popular like fucking music right. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Still, it's twenty twenty. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Because rappers would actually like to have a chance at acknowledgement. Right, they act like everybody says that I'm good for it. They do, bro. <laughs> like they do. They just like, don't want to giving... be acted like they're like some side actor. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's they're not what I'm the saying. biggest artist in the fucking world. Like, so like to Tyler's point, he kind of feels like that's just like the black category. Like, put all the niggas over here. You know, like, like, like they're yeah, not like you, you didn't really like, rap, not the biggest but artists you... in the fucking world, and they don't get treated like it. Like, I get it. <laughs> I fucking get it. Yeah. It's yeah, frustrating. Wasn't there? Oh, there was one more thing. Oh no, I'm not gonna bring it up. It wasn't even close. I just like all right. So record of the year was Bad Guy, which I figured. I heard I that just, song all year long. On everything. I figured it was fucking massive. Like yeah, yeah like, all right. But honestly, Crown is probably the more popular song. I'll give it to you. Um, album of the year. The category by itself was kind of trash. Uh, Lil Nas' X was an album of the year. Okay. Seven was nominated for album That's gross. <laughs> All right. But Igor right. couldn't make that. Yeah. Hold on. Seven got nominated, but Igor did not. Mm-hmm. Grammys, this is, this is why people hate you. Yeah, this is this is this is this is why this is exactly this is it. This is it. All right. Yeah. Well, even Bonnie Berry's worst album still got nominated for album of the year. Yeah. Bonnie Berry. Well, I don't know. She won. Billy Billy won for album of the year. Um, which I'm not surprised by. Song of the year, also she got for bad guy. Um, that's so weird. Honestly, Crown is the song that's picking up the most steam right now. Now, 
but that guy was all year. Yeah. She got the best new artist. Well, that's obvious. I mean, not obvious. obvious. It was was obvious that they were going to do it. Um, It would have been stupid for the solo performance. Truth Hurts over that guy. Oh. Okay. Best pop duo group performance, Old Town Road, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Best pop folk album, uh, When We All Fall Asleep by Billie Eilish. Like, why can't Igor be in Best Pop Vocal? I There's a lot of the categories. I'm not going to go into all of them, like electronic and all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. Talked about R&B, rap, pop. So yeah, the last one I guess I'm talking about is... Um, well, let's see. El Tamaro won for best uh, music video. Mm. I mean, that video the was remix. hard. The video was hard. I'm not, I'm not mad. So. The video was hard. Yeah, I don't talk about any of the, did you see any of the performances? Um, I saw like a clip. I didn't watch all of the performances. I watched most Apparently Demi Lovato's She was the best. Thing. Yeah. She that's was what I've the heard. Most powerful for sure, because the song itself was I, I think it was a new song. I think it was the first time she sang it live. And it's Yeah, I think it's the first time since she had her yeah. relapse. And the song is specifically about like that, like her cries for help and Mm-hmm. And like when she first started out, um, she had to stop. And then like then she started again, and then like she tears were rolling down. You know, it was just like a really emotional, powerful like moment. Mm-hmm. Specifically with the song that like backing, which is specifically speaking on that, and like you just know everything that was going through her mind, all that shit. So like it was just a really strong moment for her, and like the Grammys and all that. So like that was a super dope performance. Um, right, Lil Nas X. Did his thing, I guess. <laughs> Still eating off of Old Town Road to the fucking max. Forever. He literally had everybody, like BTS. He had uh, Billy Ray. He had um, Mason Ramsey. Yeah. And Nas. <laughs> yeah. For the remix. Which mm-hmm. is, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I love Nas, but I guess you know what I'm saying. Anyway. Yeah, Nas, give that verse to a rapper. <laughs> give a rapper a verse, real quick. Yeah, I guess he couldn't. That was a big check he couldn't walk away from. I guess. Yeah, nah, the label. Yeah, the whatever you want, Nas. Like, you know what I'm saying that's. It's hard to uh, for real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I get some pub. Give me, give me some pub right. with that, like. Um, <laughs> so that was, so that was interesting. But for the most part, the performances were pretty trash, bro. Like pretty dry as fuck. Like I don't know how many times we're gonna see one person on the stage with the back of the piano just fucking singing the whole time. Like <laughs> somebody, I tell him like that shit is just ain't, ain't gonna cut it no more. Like come on, bro. Like yeah, the same shit over. It, over, it only works over, if Alicia or Lady Gaga do it. And Alicia, if it's not them again. too. Hey, I, I'm cool with Alicia being the host full time forever because she's fucking good at that shit. 
Yeah. She's good. She is phenomenal at that. Hell yeah. But, oh God, those performances. Can we have, can we just get a Kendrick performance every year? Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> shit. For a minute, I was getting a Kendrick Like, there's no creativity, <laughs> bro. Like, there's no creativity to this shit. Like, it's so fucking straightforward and basic. It's really annoying. Yeah. Like, this is your moment, and this is all you do? Like, really? <laughs> For real, though. Yeah, they don't try to stand out or do anything special. Yeah, it's been, I don't know, it was pretty uneventful, pretty boring, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Expected. Like, no real surprises other than them fucking, well, I guess even them fucking up the rap category is no surprise again. But, uh, <laughs> most exciting part was... Tyler's speech that came after the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For wasn't real. even on the show. <laughs> like, yeah. like, he did that shit on stage. I was like, yo, all right, let's get to it then. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't do it on stage. So, right. most exciting part of the show came after the fucking show. So, I don't know. These award shows and not living up to the mark right now. Grammys, schmammies. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, caught back up on a lot of stuff. Uh, like I said, we didn't get a chance to do our predictions and winners this year, but didn't miss too much on see this year, so. <laughs> yeah, um, slow. If you guys are interested, if you guys watched any of the shows, like the Grammys or the Oscars, let us know your guys' thoughts on, on any of them, um, any surprises for you. Do they need to do anything specifically to spice things up? Uh, yeah, just let us know your thoughts about that. Let us know your thoughts about any anything that we talked about today, which we talked about a lot. Um, let us know wherever you watch it, you know, or listen to us. That's on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, and Apple, any of the streaming, you know, platforms where podcast goes up. Just let us know. Um, okay, if you uh, liking these podcasts. And if you want to hear more, like and subscribe. If you have any suggestions about this show, past show, or any future shows, you can uh, let us know in the comments directly, or you can email us at podcast.livemylifefairs.co. And if you like any of the gear that we rock in these videos, like this new shirt that should be dropping this week, or the gear that Darius is walking, rocking over there, head on over to the official site and grab some for yourself. But until then, we will be back with another podcast shortly. It will not take as long as this last one did <laughs> and we have some new stuff in store for you this year some big things happening on the site so definitely head on the site and check everything out else that is going on but until so, then like i said we'll catch you guys shortly we'll do what Reese? keep living life fearless y'all yep stay up and until always, next time i'll be glad to kick with y'all peace yep. 2020 doing it big